Hey, O'Shawn. What's happening? You know what I've been thinking lately, dude? Let's hear it. I've been thinking uh, men are stronger than women. And? And I've been thinking lately, dude, women should definitely cook more. <laughs> I think the, uh, the wage gap is just a conspiracy theory. I think Asians have small dicks. They can't drive either. Or women. You're right. You're right. You know, I think we should raise the uh, um, price of rent for single mothers. I think every earthquake below a 3.0 is NASA sending people to the moon to colonize it. It's crazy because I can see it. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Yeah, baby. It's the Ugly Franco Show. Let's go. We don't stand by any of those statements. None of them. Not even a little bit. We we weren't just talking about it before the show. Yeah, we didn't spend 15 minutes talking about it. We don't think that stuff. And I'm not winking. Sean, stop winking. So what's new? You're still winking. Just stop. Shut up. Don't tell him. Dude, what's new? Dude, nothing. Nothing right now, dude. Hey, this is Sean Carson. Fucking hold for applause, please. Yeah, please yeah. calm down. Calm down. I'm here, right? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, man. It's it's looking, good to be here. Looking sexy as shit. I got a new haircut, you know. Got that fresh fade. <clears throat> got that make, nice flannel on, dude. On too, you know. You see that? Got them Chelsea's, dude. I feel like I should put mine on, except for I don't fucking want to. <laughs> Uh, dude, it took me forever to find black leather Chelsea's. They don't sell them anywhere here in town. I got a special order on my shoes. You know that? Really? What's what size shoes you got? 13. You got wide feet or what? I got I got wide feet, right? Yeah. If we're talking lengthwise, yeah. Um, I got about twelve inches. Okay, that's a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then width wise, uh-huh. I should be in like a thirteen or fourteen. Ooh, that's the problem. Damn, I, I see. I got some fat fucking feet. Yeah, yeah. You got? Can the- I cuss on your shows? I don't know. Oh, dude. <clears throat> Fuck yeah, boy! Yeah, yeah. We say the c word like it's fucking, and like, bro, just say it. Just, just anytime anything comes up, just those cunts. Okay, it feels so good. Feels so good, bro. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. dude. No, you have this. I have the same problem, right? With with the feet, but with my dick, though. Mm. I can't find it's condoms small enough. Oh, small enough. Yeah. It's just the opposite. Uh, you got big feet. I, I was just small at the gas dick. station to get this bang. Uh-huh. They got those uh, penis pills. Oh, dude. Like those like rhino the, 5,000. The gas station. Yeah. Shit. Um, they're like five <laughs> bucks for two capsules. Yo. They'll help you out, man. Did you buy one for me? Uh, bought them for me. Damn it. You going to share? I'll snort one right now. You'll snort one? <laughs> What'd you do last night? I snorted a gas station penis popper. <laughs> yeah, dog. <laughs> this is me calling into work. Hey, uh, I'm not going to make it. What's going on? <laughs> what? Well, my fucking dick is just dragging on the floor, man. Yeah. It's been 48 hours. How long I can't been? get soft. <laughs> How long have we been trying to do a podcast? 
Dude, I did yours like a year ago, over a year, over ago. A year ago. Over now. a year ago, you were on my show, yep. And ever since then, it's been, hey, come on, hey, come on, and we just can't. You're a busy guy, and so am I. Yeah. And I was working nights for forever. Yeah. Now I'm working days, and I got three jobs. So mm-hmm. it's like, fuck, dude. And then I got other people lined up, so it's like I can't pick one day to do it with one guy because I might have somebody else. Like, like this podcast is going to be released in three weeks because mm-hmm. I have... I. Like, I just have them compounding. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I do multiple a week, and then I have to... I don't want to, like... Nobody wants to listen to this shit if it comes out fucking every day. There's two hours of fucking shit that we're going to do. Nobody can handle that much me. You know what I'm saying? That was my problem when I first started my show, man. Like, because I started off... Like, my very first show with Thor, uh, which was two years ago last week. Yeah. um, Our first show was three hours long. Yeah, yeah. And that was just, that was my, like, I had no freaking idea what I was going to talk about. No topic in mind. Yeah. I just started talking. Yep. And it went every single direction you can possibly imagine. It's the most fun. And I fucked up my audio, dude. Oh, <laughs> so, no. So, you know how uh, normally, you know, it, with your headset, we'll talk about your headset, right? You can hear me in both ears right now, right? I can hear you in both ears. Well, we can hear each other in both ears. However, if you were listening to the show... My voice would be on the left side. Thor's would be on the right. So if you're in your car, I would be on your left side and Thor would be on your right side. Instead of both voices coming out of both stereos. Oh, that's a problem. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, like it was super quiet. And it was like, if I just had one headset in, I'd only be able to hear like one headphone in. I'd only be able to hear one voice. So I (laughs) I didn't realize that that was a problem until three episodes in. Oh no! I, I oh, released dude. them. I released them day like like the day after the next. Yeah, I had Thor on and then Michael on, and I think it was I think it was Robbie Perkins on next three days in a row. And I was actually recording in a Redhead st- Robbie. I know Robbie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was recording in they a do. study room of uh, UNK's campus. Like I was living in the dorms at the time, um, and I'd just gotten back from that deployment. I ran into a buddy. We had a conversation for like six hours just on the sidewalk. Yeah, dude. Like, and this guy completely flipped his life around in the year that I was gone. And I was like, dude, like, I should talk to more people. So I I, I, I bought some studio equipment and a couple mics, and I just had friends on, talked yeah. to some friends. And it yeah. fucking blew up, dude. Yeah. Uh, in the first six months, I had 3,000 listens. That's crazy. Uh, 12 different countries. I was top 50 in Japan. No way. How the know fuck that. does that make sense? I don't know. I'm in the this fucking weird ass white kid in the middle of Nebraska. Yeah, they want to hear about 21 year olds in Nebraska. It apparently, under, it was under the theme <laughs> of relationships. Okay, I was top 50 in this category of relationships in Japan. Huh. And really? I was like, I was like, how the fuck? You know, that's insane, dude. The only thing I had Matt Smith on the show. Uh-huh. Uh, me and Matt Smith are pretty good friends, uh-huh. and he has family that lives in Japan. Uh huh. And when he was on the show, it really took off because before, and you were on the show with him. He uh-huh. was on with you. But yeah. I had a show where it was just him and I. He hits me up out of the blue on Instagram. Bro, let's do a show. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Uh, like, because his name uh, was so weird on Instagram. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, holy shit, Matt Smith. Bro just disappeared from the face of the earth. after, Like, in the middle of high school. Never saw from him. Never really? heard him. Nothing. He just hits me up one day. Hey, let's do a show. I'm like, all right, whatever. Okay. Had him on my show, dude, and it blew up because of him. Dang, really? Seriously, I just, I don't know what happened. It was just the fact that absolutely no one knew what happened to him. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Like, interesting. No one in our class knew what happened, and apparently, he, he you know, he was, he wasn't doing too well, and so he moved to Colorado just out of the blue, right? And then when he come back, yeah, he, you know, it's like. I had Matt Smith on the show. Where the fuck did he come from? You yeah, know? yeah. It was a really good show. It, it really was. Um, yeah, nice. But yeah, it was fucking... And then out of the dorms, it went to Nest Space, which was a sponsor. Um, and I got to record there. That's where we did our show. And then I moved into a fucking shitty apartment, man. It was terrible. That place... That's. I knew I lived in the upstairs of that place for yeah, a month. You went, on the couch. Mm-hmm. You were there. You, we were playing poker that one time. We ordered pizza. Yeah, you came in, you know. Uh, but yeah, that that studio was freaking terrible. We had the football players above us. It was loud. So I never. Oh re- yeah. I recorded one episode uh, with a band, and I never posted it because the audio in there was just terrible. Really, it was just terrible. And so I didn't record a single thing other than that one show in that apartment, and I was there for a year. Yeah. I had I had a studio set up, but I never once touched it. Yeah. And then I was. I like, meant to ask, yeah. not in like a, were you, why didn't you been doing? But I just wanted to ask because that's a good thing to talk Dude, about. Dude, and yeah, I'll get into it, man. I, I I'll go into this because a lot of people wanted to know. Um, every time I went to a bar, every time I went to any social gathering, yeah, somebody asked, yeah, you know, when's the next episode coming yeah. out? When are you doing? Are you still doing it? You know, and I was like, dude, like I don't know where to do it. I don't want to go to Nest Space because I have new equipment. I hated I hated taking it apart and setting it's it up. It's so annoying. Especially there. And I'd have to schedule it through them. Like, I would have to find a time, schedule it. Um, they have, like, a code for the door that I never remembered. Oh, I see. So, a year later, I'm like, fuck this apartment. Fuck renting. So, I bought a house. Right, yeah. I spent way too much on this freaking house, but I wanted a house. Yeah, yeah right? I, get, I get you, yeah. And Oh, yeah. <sighs> My mortgage, whatever. I'm renting it out to two friends. It's it's doable. It's doable. It's manageable. Um, we got fucking three dogs now, though. <laughs> Freaking, <laughs> it's a mess. But and I had cat this un- too. yeah, cat. Her name's bitch. Um, <laughs> that's a, yeah. I named her after her personality, and when we first got her, she was just oh my gosh, Satan and a freaking cat. But we had this unfinished room in the basement, and so I I spent maybe thirty bucks to fix it into a studio. Nice. Yeah. Because it's got no, like, padding on the walls, no paint. It's just brick. Yeah, exactly. And Hell so, yeah. And so I'm I'm going to yeah. buy, like, that foam acoustic paneling, you know? Fuck yeah. I'm going to line that across. I've got, like, lighting coming in. Um, nice. And maybe I'll finish the basement in a couple of years. But Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It, dude, yeah. it's nice. I got this one big old leather futon, two, two chairs, kind of like the one you're in. Uh-huh. I've got this own little desk with the computer and the soundboard and everything so I can right. have a guy on the right. computer. Right, yeah. You sent me some pictures yeah. of it. It looks real nice. It looks Lighting, nice and cozy. carpet, like every Dude, it's so cool. I just haven't recorded yet. Yeah. I've done sound testing. I just haven't recorded. Yeah. So so when people were asking me, like, hey, you still doing your podcast? I'm like, yeah, I am. I just don't know when the fuck I'm going to do it. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I still make money from that podcast. That's crazy. I haven't done it in a year, and I still make money from it. Yeah, I uh, when it when it was going, Patreon was a big one. You did Patreon, right? Uh huh. Put some on Patreon. I Patreon get zero nice. listens, and I get zero money. So like, I'm just doing this for fun, bro. Dude, honestly, ten years down the road, maybe we'll see some ROI. But right now, dog, we're we're doing the slow brick by brick, baby. And then yeah, and I made <laughs> I made merch as well for the show. Right? Yeah, you did. And I went, I drop shipped. So I had a company yeah. that, you know, did all the designs. and Who'd you go through? Uh, it was called uh, Prentiful. 
Yeah, Printful. Printful. Yeah, that's right. Because they go with uh, Printavo and everything. Yeah, and then I'd make my site through Wix. Dropshipping, if yeah. you haven't gotten into dropshipping, dude, it's such an easy way to make a couple thousand a month. I know everything about it because I screen printed at Sailors it for Forever. Crazy. And I learned about t-shirts and I YouTube shit because I was like, dude. this is fun. I know how to make them now. How am I going to do this? Business idea. So when it starts going and I start wanting to, I, I have a, definitely so, drop shit, Okay, bro. so this show, I'm starting two new segments. Uh-huh. For my show. Uh, one is just the regular Carson podcast. It's like a conversation, you and me, whoever. Yeah. I can have up to four people on the show. Yeah. Um, whatever. The other one is all about me, which I came up with. Uh, I came up, oh gosh, when was it? Probably two or three months ago. Yeah. And it is it is a very small market of listeners that I'm targeting for this yeah. one. Um, and it's specifically for young adult males. Yeah. That are growing up without a father. Oh, okay. Righty. Is that your situation? This That was my situation. Yeah. Okay. So it is life advice for for young men that are growing up without a father figure. Yeah. Okay. So how to shave your face, how to, how to talk to a woman, how to, you know, the stuff that you learn and the stuff that you don't learn. Yeah. When it's like just your mother or you're on your own or right. you know, stuff like that, you know, because there's a lot of shit I had to learn. Yeah, totally. You know, like nobody taught, my mom did not teach me how to throw a fucking football. When yeah, I was no. in elementary school, it yeah, was, no. it was cooking or sewing or cleaning. Yeah. 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 You know, so, and skills, like, good skills to good have. Skills, yeah. But like nobody taught me how to change a tire and literally yeah, nobody is. taught me how to change a tire until I joined the army. Yeah. It, like I was, I was 17 when I joined the army. I didn't learn how to change a tire until I was 18. Yeah. Like, I mean, why would you need to know? I, it's it's you know? simple stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Totally. I had no mechanical knowledge, uh, when I joined the army and I joined as a mechanic. Uh, what the fuck? I took I took a test when I first joined, and it basically tells you like your scores on the mechanical side, on the mathematics side, on the you know all this stuff. I scored the lowest in mechanical, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do that shit because I want to learn. So I did it. It was probably the worst mistake I've ever made uh, picking that job in the army because there's so much cooler stuff to do other than turn wrenches. But I learned a lot. Yeah. Right. Um. So this this new segment's specifically about you know, you know the the, the do's and don'ts about growing up as a young male, and yeah. so that one's that one's a little closer to home. And then the third one is an entrepreneur uh, segment. Nice. So it's literally just talking about business ideas, um, talking to business owners, uh, investments, real estate agents, um, stuff like that. Nice. Right. And it's like, how do you get into real estate? How do you get into uh, you know, dividends. How do you get into podcasts? You know, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, going to the drop shipping shit and that uh, that entrepreneur segment I started, you know how 3D printers are getting pretty huge? Yeah, bro. Everyone's 3D printing shit. There's this company out there that'll, that um, that 3D prints, like you send them the, the design, they mm-hmm. 3D print it. Uh-huh. Right? Imagine something like drop shipping wise, right? So you, you have these designs whatever, with your logo on it, uh-huh. say the Ugly Franco Show, Yep. right? And they're 3D printed batterings or whatever. Okay. Right? Some badass. Some, some stupid shit. Like a 3D printed, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Motherfucking panda. A panda. 3D printed panda. I'll <laughs> say that, all right? And it has your logo on it, right? And you can these guys can pick what they want off your website. They pick it. They order it. It goes to this company. They design it, they ship it, 
Uh huh. You don't do shit. You don't have yep. any overhead. You don't, you don't have it. any product. You're making money. It has your logo on it. Yeah. Like that's a huge. That's you know, if you can get into 3D printing, drop shipping. Uh-huh. I think that's kind of going to be a big thing because 3D printing is getting cheap to do now. Yeah, one of my friends a does it from his fucking apartment. That's what I'm saying. He's just some nerdy dude. Figured the shit out. You can make some. He's making shit. He brought us like a car. Shit. I was like, dude, you made this shit. He's like, you yeah, can three D print lower receivers for rifles. Yeah, that's what he wanted to do. He had some idea for like an ammo situation, but I don't know. Literally shit. a ghost gun. There's no serial numbers on those. You know. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's the only way I can have a gun because I have a felony. I have to have a ghost gun. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. And you don't have one. I. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I don't have a gun, but if that if I could, that's the only way. They have to have no serial numbers. Pretty much. Pretty much. I don't know what happens if I get caught with it in Nebraska, but like some guy told me about it and I was like, okay, cool, bro. You disappear for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Longer than nine days like the last time. Yeah. <laughs> you ever but been arrested? I have. Twice. Nice. What'd Twice. you do? What'd you do? I, Ooh, what'd I, you do? I can't go into it, man. Why not? It was real. It's your experience. It's not fucking. Had, you're not incriminating yourself. You did it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, so I'll start off with I wasn't charged with anything. I was proven innocent at the end of it. Um, I yeah yeah. So if you don't want to talk about it, you don't. 2019. Have to, I had I had my very first relationship. Uh huh. And I was uh, this this girl was a psycho redhead. You know, oh yeah yeah. And accused me of 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 smacking her around. Really? Right? Damn. And after our last big argument, you know, uh, and I, that was my first relationship and also my first, like, physically abusive relationship. Yeah, damn. And uh, after our last fight, she called the cops saying that I, I did all this stuff to her. Uh-huh. Uh, and everything that apparently I did to her was on camera because she did it at my job. And so we pulled oh, up the camera. Wow. She and came it, to your job and yeah. started shit? Yeah. And so we, we we literally just submitted the footage to the courts and yeah. everything was dropped. Yeah, Because totally. it was her smacking me around. Damn. Long story short. But. Damn. Yeah. It was actually, it, she, she accused me of this stuff a week before I deployed to Iraq. Huh. So the week that I had time to say goodbye to friends and family, I was in jail. Damn, really? Before I shipped off to Iraq. Because, you know, this is, you know, it's a conservative state. They hear a male beat up a woman. They arrest her right away. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. You know, and I got arrested on a Friday. So I was in there until Monday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sucks because, yeah, you get arrested and then the weekend, no no judges. and. But, I mean, it's all over with. Nothing on my record. I mean, it's, I there's a big mess with um, the military side of things with that. Really? Um, because they issued, um, how, what is it called? Like a protective order against each other. Right. right? So like no contact. Yeah. Uh, just well, is that a restraining order or it, is that, is that different? It, it's the same, but different. Okay. Right. <clears throat> it's basically just like, don't talk to her. Don't go near, don't yeah. go near him. Don't talk to him. Yeah. No third party contact. Yeah. The problem with this is while you have a protection order, you can't own a firearm. Oh, and you got guns, so baby. I, so I, so I, I'm going to Iraq, uh-huh. and I can't legally have a firearm. <laughs> right. Damn. So we're we're trying to figure this out. Like, oh, like homeboy's about to go to a war zone, but can't have a weapon. Uh. But we we found something. I believe it's called the Lautenberg Amendment. If you're not convicted, oh really? You you're fine. 
That's interesting. So you loaded up or what? I loaded up. Yeah. I had the strap. Nice. I was the strap. But, uh, yeah, and then I was there for, I don't know, nine, ten, couple months. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, I came home. All that stuff in the past, I was just, you know, never talked to her, still haven't talked to her. Yeah. I don't even know if she's alive. And I <laughs> really Good. don't Keep care. it that way. I yeah. really don't care. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, and then I started that podcast a couple of weeks after I'd gotten home. But, huh. Good shit. Good shit, dude. Yeah. Being arrested is fun. I like the peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, man. <sighs> they weren't bad. Bro, I was in jail for the weekend for this bullshit, and my cellmate was, like, doing 250 years for, like, killing his mom and his girlfriend or some shit. I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck am I in here with you? This is Hadamon County, bro? Yeah, he was being transferred <laughs> to, like, Colorado fuck? or something. Oh, I'm like, dude. dude I'm like, I'm here for the fucking weekend. <laughs> and they're putting me in here with this fucking homicidal Psycho. murder. Like, what the fuck is that, dude? Yeah, that's crazy, Weirdly dude. Weirdly enough, this guy was like the nicest guy I ever met. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always, yeah, that's that's always how it is. They they had that he would just sit on the bench. that one person. Yeah, he, would just, he would just sit on the bench with a blanket over his head, and he would just, uh, he would just watch the TV. Yeah. The time. We had, we had one TV in there. You just watch it the whole time. Wouldn't uh, say anything to anyone. Yeah, no, nah, you just fuck off. And this other big guy who just wanted to fight everyone, like, come up to me, and I thought he was trying to start stuff. He's like, hey, you know how to write in cursive? I'm like, yeah. He goes, come here, come here for a second. <laughs> he, like, takes me up <laughs> to his room. He goes, I'm trying to get something. I'm trying to get a tattoo uh-huh. of my daughter's name. Could you, can oh. you, you know, could you write some stuff out? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Come up with something. Yeah. So I just did a couple designs real quick. I had nothing else to do. And he f- yeah. He fell in love with one of them. And at lunch that day, he gave me like his cornbread or some shit like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. All you have for currency in there is food, yeah. coffee, little So gum. I had protection from the biggest guy in there because I yeah. Aggressive, so Yeah. Dude, I felt safe as shit in jail, dude. I felt I felt safe as fuck. I had, uh, well, I went in cur- during the corona so it was lockdown. Screw so we that. had to be locked down tw- or nine days uh, or 10 days. And I was only in there for nine. So I was in there with one guy in my room and that's it. They let you and your guy out for one hour during the day to go like make phone calls and like walk around. So I do pushups and like body squats mm-hmm. for that one hour of the day. And then everybody would just like bang on the door like, hey, come talk to me. Yeah. We're just friendly as shit. Yeah. I yeah. felt so protected. I felt so safe. I mean. People. Nobody in there was like angry for any reason. We were just hanging out, dude, watching movies. People are people. Just be a person. Yeah, you bro. know. Yeah, don't yeah. be a piece of shit looking for something. Yeah, you're gonna be definitely fine. That could be said. For, put that shit on a t-shirt. People are people, so be a person. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, like be personable. <laughs> Even if you're in prison, whatever. Um, yeah, bro. Yeah, I freaking. Are you still sober? I mean, like. You don't drink, do you? Yes. You, you, do you drink? Like, like every once in a while, I'll go out and, like, drink, but mm. they keep catching me smoking. So I've just mm. stopped trying to smoke because that's all I want to do. Yeah. I don't really fuck with alcohol. I that's get fair. drunk, and I just, like, like, I just get, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, crazy. I'm not a crazy drunk. I'm always happy. I'm always friendly. Yeah. It's just, like, what it does to you is so Dude, bad I'm like, for you. I'm three months sober now, and I'm, like, yeah. I feel the best I've ever felt in a while. Yeah, so how was getting so what were you drinking like before and then what were you like Fuck, dude. how was, did it go cuz like bad. for me it had to like stop 
and then I like smoked weed for a week and then because I'm on probation, right? Yeah. So I stopped doing all that shit. I basically didn't drink before I got on probation at all. It was just definitely smoking weed every day. Yeah. So I had to like stop and then 45 days in, I like broke down and I just smoked for a week and I was like, they caught me. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. And then in the, now it's like, and then I didn't drink for over eight months at all. I just like didn't. And then now I'm like, just like, okay, I can't smoke. Every once in a while, I just, I feel like a caged bird, you know? Yeah. So every once in a while I go out, have a couple Coronas or some shit like that. I make sure that I'm not going to get in trouble, mm -hmm. right? Because they only test me twice a month right now. So I can go like drink for like one night the day they test me or something like that. And alcohol doesn't stay in you for a long time, so I'm not going to fail a drug test. But, like, I'll go out, you know, have fun with people. Sometimes I go out with the intention of drinking, and then I don't drink. See, that, was, that feels fantastic. Yeah, that was my biggest thing. I was a social binge drinker. Yeah. Right? The only time I would go out to get drunk is when people invited me out. Yeah. Which was every night. I yeah. Was, I yeah. Was getting there's invited. something to do every night. I was getting invited every night. There's a, there's a drink special every night here in Kearney. Yeah. yeah. And I, I have... I was getting to the point where, like, I, I didn't have a filter when I got drunk, oh. both, like, verbally and when it came to the drinks. So, like, yeah. if people just kept bringing me drinks, I'd drink them all. Drink them. Like, I would down them. Yeah. And I was just like, you know, I just want to get... And since that deployment, I just wanted to not think about it. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so I was just like, get me drunk. Because the only time I didn't have anxiety was when I was drunk. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The only time I wasn't, like super uptight was when I was drunk. Hmm. Right. And I didn't think it had anything to do with the deployment until I started going to therapy. Yeah. I'll get into that later. It's fantastic. But the, the, I was drinking like I was a mixed drink guy. Uh huh. Like I love the fruity girly shit. Oh fuck. Yeah. Me too. And I'm not afraid to admit it. No. Yeah. No. I, the last day I drink, we went to the big apple for pitchers. Yeah. $5 pitchers. Right. Oh yeah, dude. Thursdays. I had nine pitchers of tequila sunrise. Ooh, that's bad. Ooh, that's bad. A lot of sugar in them too. Ooh, that's bad. Tequila sunrise. You know, just that's Bruh. just tequila, orange juice, and grenadine. Yeah, dude. A lot of tequila. Nine pitchers. Bruh. Before I realized that I've had too much. Yeah. yeah so I yeah. give my keys to my roommate. After the nine, I still was like, okay, here's my keys. You know, like, okay, okay. I was yeah. like, I'm walking home from the Big Apple. Okay. As soon as I left, I found one of those bird scooters. Yeah. Hopped on that bitch and I took it all the way home. Yeah. Well, that's a lie. I took it to a girl's house and then she took me because <laughs> she realized I was fucked up. <laughs> she put me into oh, bed. No. She left. I looked at the time. It was only 1030. I was like, fuck this. And I walked to the bars. Really? I got out of bed, got dressed and walked to the bars while I was drunk as shit. Oof. And I don't know where I, after this, I don't remember because yeah. yep. I, my roommate found me blacked out in the alley. Like, yeah. Over by bricks. Really? So I don't know if I went to any of the bars or if I even made it to those bars. Yeah, I just wandered around. I was just found up. in the alley. I don't remember anything before yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and at that point, I was like, holy fuck. Like, what if it was cold? Yeah. Like, this weather, I could have died. Yeah. You know? Or at least got pneumonia or some shit for sure. Yeah. You know, but you like, get sick. I, yeah, it was bad. And so I was like, I got to quit fucking drinking. Got could have got picked up in the middle of the road. And this is tough because we're working, in working the road. where I work as a bartender. Uh huh. You know, like the end of the night, the one of the cooks wants to buy everyone a tequila yeah. shot. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm around alcohol all the time. Yeah. That's and funny. all I wanted to do was drink and have fun. Yeah. I was in college, whatnot. 
Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But fucking, I was like, fuck this, dude. I got, I got to start talking to someone. Yeah. Figure yeah. out what's going on. So I started seeing a therapist. He's, yeah. a, he's a Navy veteran. So he's like kind of on my level a little uh-huh. bit. Uh-huh. And uh, he thinks it's, uh, you know, if you're in the military and you hear that another military guy has PTSD, especially if you know what he, he's gone through, you're like, you know, PTSD. You're just being a little bitch, you know? Uh-huh. I, I didn't think I had PTSD. Uh-huh. I still don't. Right. But he had me take this test. He had me do a bunch of other stuff. And he thinks I have, like, very minor PTSD. Yeah. Right? And PTSD doesn't have to be from... It's post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. But it doesn't That's have from to... Anything. It, it doesn't have to be traumatic. No, yeah. That's what It was traumatic understand. to you. Like, it was a traumatizing experience for you. Like, Whether it was getting hit... From your dad or well, that's that's the, like that's anything. the thing is like I didn't feel traumatized, I didn't feel like anything was traumatizing overseas, because it was like you're in that you're in that world you're with these same people every day twelve hours a day and then you get off you go to sleep you know all this stuff work out together sleep together shit together shower yeah. together yeah and but it's there's a different mindset there like. Here at home, we're like, oh, I got to go to Walmart. I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. But this whole time that you're working, you're not fearing about getting hit by mortars or anything like that. Right. And after the, like, after like the first or second attack overseas, like, I'd hear the alarms go off. I'd just stay in bed. Yeah. Like, I'm like, fuck this. I'm not getting up for this. Yeah. I don't want to do this. If it's my time, it's my time. Like, I'm staying asleep. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, when you're constantly thinking about that stuff overseas, you don't think about it. Yeah. It's a subconscious behavior. Yeah, yeah. Due to the uh, training you've had, you know, and all this. And, right. Um, but you come home and it's like you're around all these people at the bar, you know, you're all, you're like, you have to see everyone who's in here. You have to watch the exits, the entrance, who's working, who's not working. If anyone looks like they, you know, are right carrying something in their waistband or some shit right. like that, you know. And so the only time I could relax was when I was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. And so the problem because like, alcohol is not good for you in any way. No, dude, and it doesn't help. I listened to Andrew Huberman's uh, podcast on alcohol. Yeah. He didn't go to into alcoholics. He was just trying to keep it to like the mm-hmm. once a week people or the two beers of Friday night yeah. or something like that. What it does for your heart. If if people say yeah, raise your heart rate, get your blood pumping, it's good for you. What it does to your brain, mm. completely nothing good. No. So no. it's just not good for you, even once a month. At that point, it's I was poison. Like, yeah. So I was yeah, like, I gotta quit drinking. I gotta quit. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't smoke yeah. or anything like that. But I was like, I just gotta quit. Oh, bro, you gotta try some weed. Oh, you, I have. You trying any shrooms? No. 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 Dude. Well, I mean, I get drug tested like all the time. They don't. The you, there's no way to test you for psilocybin. I either way. You're like, not gonna do it. You're I, not gonna do it. Who knows? That 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 one night I was really really drunk. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Apparently I was I was about to take some Molly. <laughs> yeah, and like like it was like I'm not one to just like oh let's go fucking get fucked up. Yeah. You know let's go do some drugs or some shit like that. Right. I've I'm just like I was so drunk and yeah. depressed at the time that I was like fuck it. Yeah. I get kicked out of the military. Fuck it. Yeah. I never did it though. Yeah. Like so, I think one of my buddies kind of saved me. Yeah. So what did look, uh, stopping drinking look like? Were there withdrawals? Did you notice any withdrawals? Looking back Dude, on it, are you still having withdrawals? Because it's felt, only been three months. You know, a year is kind of when people yeah. are like, okay, he's in remission. I didn't feel like I was, I felt I, I felt like I lost a lot of friends to say that. Once they realized I was sober, they stopped inviting me. Yes. Like, 
I wasn't I wasn't invited to the hangouts because they you know they were drinking. So I felt like everyone just hated me. Yeah. Like the fuck did I do? You know, like I just stopped drinking. I'm doing better for myself. Like Which now do you think they hate you or just do you think a little bit was like that he's not drinking? Why would we invite him to this? Yes and no. I still I still think people are kinda out for me a little bit. Yeah. And I you know, that's I I don't think I'm paranoid. But Being invited all the time, you know, to go get fucked up and have a good time at the bar, stopping, and then these people just don't really talk to you yeah. much because they know you're sober. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, was were we just hanging out to yeah. get drunk? Yeah, yeah. Let's go get fucking breakfast or something, you know? Like, Right. On. Yeah, let's do fucking normal people shit. I know. Fuck. But, uh. Let's go look at the Christmas lights at Yanny. Yeah. It was tough, honestly. Uh, the first, probably the first month. You know, like everyone at work would take their shot at the end of the night, and I'm just, yeah. I'm just still sweeping. You know, yeah. Um, and I think it was the social aspect that was the hardest part. Honestly, I wasn't really like, I really want to fucking drink. Yeah. You know, I really want to get fucked up. I was like, you know, now that I think about it, I just don't want to be around the people I was drinking with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I started drinking uh, with a, a lot more responsible people some military buddies that are very responsible. And it was like two beers, get a little buzz, have mm-hmm. some fun, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, and then that night with the pitchers happened. So I was like, you know, yeah. I'm just going to cut it off completely. Yeah. That, so then how was it? You So you did cut it off or was it like, I'm going to cut it off, I'm, I know I'm making this decision, and then a week later I you went back off. out or I was cut it, it cut? I cut it off for two months straight. Yeah. And we had a Friendsgiving, and I had a beer. Uh huh. Had a beer. Felt good after a beer. Right. Um, and then I also ordered. I had only drink when I went out. If I was craving a beer or something, I'd get Heineken Zero. Mm-hmm. And every fucking time I ordered a Heineken Zero, no matter where I was at, mm-hmm. they would accidentally bring me an alcoholic Heineken. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it was like I would drink half the bottle and be like, "Oh shit, there's alcohol in here." Yeah. I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, what if somebody had like an allergy or some shit? You know?" Yeah, yeah. And he did this. I wouldn't raise hell, but I'm like, come on. I'm trying to be sober. Right, yeah. And they'd always feel bad. I was like, good, you should feel bad, idiot. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Some people think of it like, because as a bartender too, like I did that when I was at B-Dubs, it was like, I would just grab the Heineken and then give it to him. And then this guy was like, yo, I'm on probation. I literally can't drink it. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. I'm on probation. I get you, my bad. But a lot of people just don't see it. So they're like, oh, his girl's with him. I got you. It's a zero. (laughs) Wink, wink. You Mm know? Honestly, like, if take away take away the friends part of going out and drinking, like, and this is for anyone, you know, go out alone. Yeah. Seriously, go out alone, drink as much as you normally do, uh-huh. and see if you have as much fun. Yeah, if you don't, not. if you don't, you're literally just there for friends. Yeah, and you probably don't need to be drinking. No, I'd I'd make a safe argument. Nobody needs to be drinking. I I completely it's understand. Legal. You're young. You're you're having fun. It's like you feel, I totally understand it. Feel different. You're not as stressed. Totally yeah. understand it. Yeah, it's gonna hurt you in the long run. It's just yeah, nothing good for you. I've seen some very athletic people go to the bars and get really fat because they're drinking all the time. Yeah. I mean, I got, I got. I mean, with alcohol, you want all the good feelings that you can find. I the yeah. first time somebody I, was like, "Hey, Josh, you want any cocaine?" I was like, "Yes," and also, give me as much as you're comfortable with. Yeah. It wasn't like, ooh, 
I don't know, so man. Get you started, you know. Oh, dude. Yeah, it was yes, and I want all of it that you have. Mm. If you don't want to give me that, give me all that you can. Yeah. And that's the type of person that I am. Anything good, anything that makes you feel good, I just want as much as I can possibly mm. have. Had to cut back on so many things, even outside of, like, drugs. Sex, real problem for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I will, I, I realize in my past I've used girls and used women in a way that I didn't like. You have an just because, personality. Oh, dude. A hundred percent. I've been there, yeah. Right? So, like, with drinking, it's like, it's a literally a poison. Especially after listening to that podcast a couple months back. Just driving around for uh, doing dominoes and shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow. This is this, this is a neuroscientist like, oh, saying feel, it's I a feel, poison. I feel invincible. I kind of just want to get off. Texas chick, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't yeah. care about your feelings. Yeah. I just want to get off. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's a terrible. Alcohol brings thing. that. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't yeah. fucking do that on your couch unless you're a sex addict, which is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. If you're just chilling on a normal Friday night, you're a little bit bored. You might hit up somebody and try to like get a conversation going. But like the shameless drunk texting. Yeah. That's drunk. It's because the alcohol was there. Mm-hmm. Right. It was, uh, Yeah. I felt I felt one I one I could relax and two I felt invincible when I got drunk. Oh yeah, because it was like if if somebody was like Sean, no balls, right? I'm like, oh dude, biggest balls, bro. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> you ever seen the South Park episode where they get the ball cancer? No, I don't. I never watched South Park. They get some big old balls and they jump on them like a fucking medicine ball, like a <laughs> like one of those exercise balls. Like they get ball cancer. They put their balls in a microwave and they came huge. Anyways. And it was just so they can get some weed. Um, so if I'm drunk and somebody's like, Sean, no balls, go do this. I'm like, before they even finish their sentence, I'm out doing it. Yeah, you're, you're bouncing on them balls. Yeah. And I was the Rizzler. Seriously. What's Rizzler? I was I was the Riz God. Like, when I was drunk. Oh, okay. okay. When I was drunk, if you're like, hey, like, go get that girl's number. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're good at talking. You're good with people. I could totally yeah. see it. Yeah. Alcohol, you have no shame attached to that. No, seriously. So you get you get a good personality type person and then no shame attached. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it's going to work and or can, not. You're s- not scared of the failure, yeah. which is what saves you in a normal setting. For the most part, I'm very articulate. Yeah. I could talk very well. Yeah. And I didn't realize that until I started going to therapy and started like understanding my traits and you know like what I can what I bring to the table. Yeah, totally. I'm a very well-spoken person. Yeah, totally. And when I'm drunk, I I'm I'm still the same very good spoken person, but I'm so drunk to even care about what I say. Yeah. So it's like I I remember specifically me and Michael. We were we were at Bricks, right? Uh-huh. And the girl next to me was a chick that was dating one of the guys in my grade. And, you know, I kind of had a crush on her in in high school and all this stuff. And uh, Michael sees her and he goes, hey, like no balls. And he looks over at her and I was like, all right, bet. I turned around immediately and I go like, hey, Bailey, you know, like, what's up? You know, all this stuff. Like, yeah. How are you and this guy doing? Oh, we broke up a little bit. I was like, oh, that's a shame. You know, like, you want to talk about it a little bit? She's like, no, I'm not really. I was like, I was like, good. I really didn't want to hear it. You know, like, what are you up to tonight? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, I want to pretend like I care. Yeah. You want to hang out? Yeah. And I was just, I was crazy when I was drunk. Yeah. But I wasn't like the stupid fucking, you know, get in the truck and drive into a ditch type. Yeah. I would never, I was always responsible when I was drunk. Yeah. Like I would always I was walk not. home. I would always I was find not. a ride. Yeah. It was so weird. I'd drive home with one eye open so I could see the see the road. Honestly, the only way to get better at drunk driving is to do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's a good one from the beginning. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I always do cocaine responsibly. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> but no, I I advocate for therapy now. I used yeah. to be like, well, yeah, I totally. mean, if you're uh, if you're depressed, go to therapy. But now I'm like, if you're normal, go to therapy, dude. If and you're if you're just a regular Joe, go to therapy. It's a huge green flag, dude. I won't. I will never date someone that doesn't go to therapy. Yeah, and that's not like I. I'm not into psychos or anything like that. Right, right. You know, there's. I think there's this huge stigma about therapy and all this stuff. Mental health. If you're, I think seeking, it's changing now. It is definitely, but definitely in the before, before even five years ago, I feel like it was still like a. Mm-hmm. Why do I need to go to fucking therapy? Yeah. Which is like the old person type of like, mm-hmm. I'm fucking fine. I will literally I go to work every I day. I will go to this therapist, lay down on his couch and be like, I'm kind of fucking sick of how my fucking tire goes flat every form. Like just some yeah, random shit. Anything. Yeah, just literally anything. And he'll like, this dude fucking reads me like a book. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy. It's not really about the tire, is it, son? It's, it's, What's going on? You know? <laughs> I was talking about how like my love language is sarcasm. Yeah. Righty, this is a good one to talk about. Like, yeah. like if my if if my girlfriend at the time was like, hey, like let's hold hands, I'd be like, nah, you're gross. Don't touch me. But yeah, then I'd yeah. still grab her hand. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, just funny shit like that. Yeah. Right? And I wish I was better at that. I wish I'd be like, yeah, I'd love to hold your hand. You know, but it wouldn't come out that way. I'd get yeah. so freaking awkward and built up. Yeah. This comes back to my father relationship. Right. You know, like I never learned that aspect of things. Yeah, totally. The easy way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm working with him about it. And he goes, you know, I think this stemmed from, you know, your childhood and not, you know, not being expressive about your emotions when you're a kid. I'm like, holy fuck. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. It's like, how do I fix it? And he goes, well, just do it. Yeah. He's like, seriously, just buy her flowers. Just tell her how much you love her. Just yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah. damn, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, totally. But I yeah. see it in another guy I listened to, Chris D'Elia. I don't know if you know yep, who he yep, is. Yep. Yeah. Huge comedian. Uh, had a whole scandal. He was basically text texting underage girls. I don't know if he did anything with them. He came with, out with a 10-minute apology over two years ago now saying everything I did was consensual and legal. Mm-hmm. But I was I definitely cheated on my wife, and I have a sex addiction. So, you know, deuces until I can figure yeah. it out. And now listening to him, so open about his therapy. Mm-hmm. So open. You can tell his podcast before you go back and listen to him. They're yeah. so abrasive. They're so angry sounding and I love mm-hmm. this comedy because some of that is the angriness of some stupid shit you know yeah. he'll get angry about a bad movie that he saw and just go off about it yep. but then in a very real way now you listen to him and he's like man I love my son man I love my wife and you're just like dude you're you're like a totally different person so I'm interested to see where this takes you because I don't go to therapy just because I don't want to pay for it but I know that I need to because my mm-hmm. sister's gone to therapy. That's a big my dad thing. has PTSD. Um, you know, he it, was he was fucked up as a kid and he just he you know, he needs to be going to more therapy and stuff like that. And I don't want to turn into somebody that thinks they have it all together because I've got multiple ways of revenue or because I have a platform or because I build a brand for myself and then be some like piece of shit with mm-hmm childhood issues you know but i've gone through probation and i've talked to a lot of counselors and i know that i want to go like to therapy and stuff like that it's good to talk to someone and like for any veterans listening if you live in nebraska i I don't know about any other states 
Nebraska offers like 15 free vouchers for therapy for veterans. Really? You literally just go to a therapist and they they do some crap on you and you get like 15 free sessions. Nice. Because you're a veteran. Yeah. So, yeah. Because like, I was dealing with um, insurance stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, I can't afford, you know, like 70 bucks an hour for this guy. Right. You know, and they're like, oh, no, you're good. You're a veteran. I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I highly recommend therapy. And yeah. even if you don't have shit like going on, like if you think you have like the best life ever, yeah. your parents pay for everything. Right. Um, you, the only thing you're stressing about is like school, go to therapy. If everything is perfect, you're not stressing whatsoever, you're happy with everything, go to therapy. If you have the worst life in the world, you're drinking all the time, you're doing a bunch of drugs, you, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't make your bed every day or you don't shower, go to therapy. Because everybody has stuff, right? Yeah. Even for the perfect person. Yeah. Oh, you got stuff, bye. If you want to go to, if you just want to complain about Becky out at work, yeah. Becky's a bitch. Her butt is so big. Why, you know, just like shit like that. Go to therapy. Talk about it. Yeah, just talk about they'll it. They'll tell you, they'll tell you exactly what you want to hear and exactly what you don't want to hear. Yeah. In the best possible way. Yeah. Sometimes she tells me shit. I'm like, why the fuck would you tell me this? Now I'm going to think about it. Yeah. That's why yeah. they tell you. Yeah. But. You need to, you need to think about it. It's the stuff you don't think about that creeps up on you. And then yeah. it's right in your face and everybody can see it besides it you. Up, bottle it all up. Start a podcast and uh, just, <laughs> just spew it out. That's what I told my sister. She was like, she, she started going to a new therapist. She moved to Minnesota. And I was like, I, I, I don't want to go to therapy. That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> guys, pretty much. Guy, guy, guys don't go to therapy. They start podcasts. <laughs> they talk They talk shit about their friends to their friends. Podcasts are getting freaking popular lately. There's over 2 million. Before There's the, before the pandemic, podcasts. there was 75,000 or 750,000. Yeah. I can't remember which one it is. Pandemic hits 2 million plus, And it's growing literally every mm-hmm. fucking day. It's an essential I mean, business. It's the easiest shit you can possibly do. It's so much fun. Yeah. Very minimal startup cost. Freaking Joe Rogan makes on his podcast. It's a no. cu- it's a couple hundred thousand per episode. I believe it. And he does four or five episodes a week. Yeah. Homeboy's pulling I probably three or four million a month. Just from this. Yeah. Talking it's to insane. celebrities. It's insane. Mm-hmm. And then for the other people that are just paying their bills. They're paying their fucking bills. Yeah. They're talking about something they care about. They have a niche community. They have an interesting take. They have at the, a at the height, funny voice. They yeah. get their bills paid. At the at the height of my show, uh, I could have paid my mortgage. Yeah. With how much I was making a month. And I won't disclose how much I was making, but I was doing I I didn't I didn't need a second job. Yeah. And it wasn't even a year into it. Yeah. You know? So I mean it's 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 saturated now. Don't get me wrong. There's bef- all I hear though is there's an audience. Yeah. Well, I don't I mean, get I, I don't I don't get discouraged from that at all. People are like, there are there's honestly, so many people that are YouTube creators. There's so many people that are content creators. Why would you try to do that? You're never going to be heard. Yeah. There's an audience though. There's I'm going to go to where the fish are. Market. Yeah. I don't care. I'll do this for 15 years and make absolutely nothing. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I like it enough. When I started my show, I I looked up. Like I, I did as much research as I could trying to find other podcasts in Carney, mm-hmm. and there were three others, mm-hmm. two or three others, and uh, one was 
some wedding company. They DJ weddings. Oh, nice. And they literally just had like a weekly podcast talking about music, I think. Huh. Cool. Whatever. Uh, there was one at UNK talking about sports. And there was one other that I don't remember. There was literally hardly any podcasts here in Carney. Yeah. yeah. Joe Rogan's podcast was like the only one anyone knew of at the time. Right. This was like 20, end of 2020. Right. And I started mine. Um, you had yours. That guns, guitar, and barbell guy yep. started his. Josh and Colton, yep. Yep. I had Colton on here. We tried to get me on theirs, but then Colton moved, and, and now they don't do it anymore. And it turns out while I was at that apartment, he was my neighbor. One of them was my neighbor. I don't remember. Really? One. Yeah. Um, or maybe he just showed up at a house party one time, but I don't yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Um. But, I mean, even now, you know, it's crazy. I had Jeff Ekstrom on my show, and he... Uh, he's a sports broadcaster in Lincoln now. Nice. But uh, he had, he started a show. I'm trying to remember what it's called. He started one in Lincoln shortly after he was on my show. Um, and he had uh, Adrian Martinez uh-huh. on the show every time he did a show. The quarterback for the Huskers yep. at the time. And now is it K-State killing K-State, it? K-State, yep, yep. And uh, he had him on a show all the time. I was like, bro, that's freaking awesome. And so I was like, I need to step it up a little bit. Like, I can't just be doing my friends. Yeah. I still want to do my friends. But I was like, you know, I'm going to get, like, business owners. Yeah. All this stuff. I got the freaking Army recruiters on. Um, I, I don't know. I just want it to be worth something for someone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I'd say if it's worth it for you, then it's worth it for somebody else. Because, like, they people see through the bullshit. Well, I build that, I build that relationship, <clears throat> you know, like... Like, you and I, before we did our podcast, what were we? Pretty much no. We didn't know each other. We, we met. We other. met that night. We we freaking, <clears throat> I forget how we did it. So, you put out something on your story that said you you were looking for, like, people to come on. Yeah. Interesting people, people that have done things, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I was kind of like, well, I mean, I don't want to be the guy that's like, hey, I'll fucking come. Because yeah. everybody hates that douchebag. You were doing you know? the stand-up comedy at the time. But uh, Yeah, exactly. I've been doing stand-up for three years, so I was like, I have an interesting take, you yeah. know? Plus, I think I'm funny. So if he says yes, I'll do it. Plus, I've tr- been trying to do a podcast for fucking a year and a half, just at the shittiest level that I possibly mm-hmm. could, and not even on any sort of schedule. So then you were like, yeah, man, super nice. You were like, you were like, you were like the nicest person. I thought you were going to be like, hey, man, like, I, you know, you're cool or whatever, probably, but like, you know, fuck <laughs> off. That's literally what I thought. But so many people have told me about or told you about me because, or I mean, told me about you. Um, what's uh, Garrett? Oh, Garrett Orchid. Yeah. He told me like probably a week before that. He was like, yo, you should, you should get in touch with like my guy, Sean, bro. He's cool as fuck. And he has a podcast. Like you should try to like do it. And I was like. I don't know, man. I don't know him. If we met somewhere and then had a face-to-face talk, mm-hmm. it's totally different than yeah. just, like, hitting somebody up blind on fucking the internet. You know what I'm saying? And between between everyone listening, he's the reason I started the show. Garrett? Garrett, Garrett yeah. Bro, I love him. Yeah. So much. He was, in a, he was in a particular situation before I went to Iraq. And uh, when I got home, we, we ran into each other, and we had a conversation on the sidewalk for five or six hours. That was the guy. Yeah, that was the guy. And that's uh, how Garrett is, bro. Yeah. And it was probably the most 
in like intense but like casual conversation I'd ever been in. Oh yeah. And it's just like cuz I had my viewpoints about him um before I had left. Mm-hmm. Right? And most of the time the only time we'd hung out was when we were drunk. Yeah. And we were both in our own situations. That's well. how I might And I too. come home and this dude's like I'm not going into detail, but complete 180 from how I knew him. Well, I knew he was going to church. I knew he had... Like, straight up, just like he had a really good position at Verizon, and he was, like, trying to become a pastor and all this stuff. Yeah. I'm like, who the fuck are you? (laughs) dude. Like, complete 180, and he's, like, the nicest guy I've ever met, I swear to God. And he's so encouraging, bro. I don't know how many times he's told me... He's very motivated. Don't give up. I think you're hilarious. I love you. Like, you're going to do something great. I just I just love him. There needs to yeah. be more people like him, I remember him, bro. he, yeah, he's the one that, you know, told me about you, too. He's like, hey, can I get my buddy, like, Josh on the show, stand-up comedian, yada, yada, yada. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And uh, I really want him on the show. At dude. the time, at the time, yeah. he, he, and he, we've talked about doing it now, but at the time, he couldn't, he couldn't be on the show. Yeah. And, uh, but I'm gonna get him on someday. He, uh. I, I think he's the one that really motivated me to get it started. And I wanted to be just like him. Seriously, like, this guy had so many friends. He was the nicest guy ever. Like, so approachable. You know, he'd say anyone to anything, any, anyone about anything. And he just wanted to make people smile. Yeah. And so my goal with the, the show was to be, I, I wanted to network. Right? I wanted to make new friends, make new connections. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted to be the guy that everyone knew, like, if you wanted, if you wanted to make it here in Kearney, you had to know Sean. Oh, okay. I feel it. You know, like, I, I don't know, but like when I started the show for business owners, I was like, if you start a new business here in Kearney, like you have to be on this guy's show, like he'll help you get out there, you know? And now I've got, I, you know, I've been, I've been working with Blake Quintana Whenever he has a fight, he'll come on my show. At the when I was doing it, he'd come onto my show and we'd just talk about that fight. You know what's new, his workouts, what's happening at the gym, uh, stuff like that. I just wanted to help him out. I just wanted to help all the business owners out. Um, I had Scott, the owner of the Bricks, on my show. Yeah, that was like, the last episode. Yeah, I just wanted to bring attention to these businesses and these people. Um. And I I wanted nothing out of it other than connections. Yeah. I just wanted a network. Right? And I met a lot of people. I got to know a lot of people I didn't know on a personal level because of a show. It's like anyone could listen to it. I really don't care who listens to it. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't care if anyone listens at all. But I made that connection, you know. And now I go to the bars or a restaurant or... Walmart and I'll run into someone every single day and I'm not kidding every single day I'm approached and asked if I'll do another show or if I could be on the show or if if we could do this or that and honestly I've just been like I I don't know sure let's do it but I don't know when when you know yeah 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 Um, Yeah. going back to school and working and all that but I'm hoping to get back into it here soon I'm excited you should man I don't mean to talk. You should. I, I you hate, need to. I hate talking about me. I hate talking about myself. I do. Oh, that's why we're here. You know, the best way to uh, connect with someone is to ask them questions. Yes. Just seem interested. Yes, bro. 
like if you if you're if you're talking to someone new and you talk about yourself, it ain't gonna work. No, you're a douchebag. You're pretentious. Yeah. Yeah. You're selfish. Seriously. You're annoying. And I I talk about myself a lot in a sense of like, I kind of have that experience or I did this, you know, it's a little bit different and I hate, I like, I, I didn't realize how fucked up it was. Mm-hmm. Like if I talked to another military guy and he's like, oh, I did this, this, and this, and this, I used to be like, well, overseas, I did this, this, and that. like, and I almost felt like I was comparing myself to him yeah. or one, one upping. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I gotta quit fucking doing that. So I'll just be like, nice, dude. It's like, stressful. What was your favorite part? What was the worst part? You know, like, so now yeah. I just ask questions. I don't even talk yeah. about myself unless they ask yeah. me. Yeah. And if they're genuine, they'll ask about you. Yeah. There are some stuck up people out there I've met at the bars 100%. that just want attention. 100%. What do you do? Oh, I, I do this. Okay. Do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, what are you drinking? Uh, vodka. <laughs> That's my biggest pet peeve uh, is when I say, like, hey, how you doing? And they just say, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Don't bro. ask me how I'm doing or nothing like that. Yeah, I'm like, oh, bro. I'll just go fuck myself, all right? Yeah. You know, dude? Yeah, die. But, yeah, you have to just ask questions. If you want people to like you, just ask them questions uh, and be excited for them. Yeah. Put some effort into your conversations. And that's something to think about. I always think about it. Do I actually want to like learn about this person or do I want them to like me mm-hmm. because it gets dicey for me for so long. I had to make them like me. So I would turn into whoever they wanted me to be. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of it, I re- I would walk away. Maybe somebody would ask me about them and I'd be like, I don't know. Fuck that guy, you know, but I knew that he liked me yeah. or a week later I'd think about it and I'd be like, yeah, like I was fucking a loser, bro. I don't respect him at all. I did. I don't know why I was asking. And you have to, the memory thing will come into play a lot. Like knowing a lot of people, it's tough to remember names. Oh yeah. Everybody's bad at names too. But this is the thing. The most successful people ever will remember your name. Yes. And I'll use an example. Paul Eunice here in town. Uh huh. Right. I never met that motherfucker. Paul's one of, Paul's a very successful hotel owner. All right. And I, very well known around this area. And I, I was good friends with his son-in-law, uh, his daughter's husband. And I was introduced to Paul through this guy. And I, I can't use names. I don't want to use names just for, for their sake. And I met him. He introduced me. Hey, this is Sean. You know, Sean, this is Paul. You know, I was like, oh, cool. Nice to meet you. You know, nothing crazy. Uh, it was probably a year and a half later. I ran into them at Yanny Park mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I go talk to this guy and Paul was like, Sean, how you been? Paul, Fuck. Paul talk, Paul has hundreds of employees. Oh, he talks bro. to hundreds of people every day. Oh, bro. And a year ago, this guy met me for five minutes and he remembered my name. Yeah. He's very good at remembering names, no matter what position you are. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's a generation thing that too. He, Old motherfuckers yeah. value that shit. So much. If So when you're talking to someone new, remember their name and remember one thing about them. Mm-hmm. Just just one thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got a grandma? She's still in Kentucky? Oh, cool. When, and like, You honestly, got that. You got that down, though. Like, And if you're like, so you and I just met, right? Hey, I'm Sean. Sean, I'm Josh. Right? So now I know your name. Yeah. Josh. Right. Josh, how are you today? Right? You say their name at least two or three times in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Josh, how are you today? Oh, you know, I'm good. Oh, you know, good to hear. You know, I'm 
uh, you just say their name a couple times, okay? Not like annoyingly. Like, oh my gosh, no, Josh, you're that's so cool. Oh my god, you know, like but the repetition is what one, gets it in your brain. One, so they know that you know their name, and you're not just having a fucking blank conversation. Yeah, right. So it looks good on you, and you're also remembering their name. Josh, I like your hair. Oh, thanks. Right. Sir. So now, 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 I'm gonna remember Josh and hair. There you go. And next time I see you, I'm gonna be like, oh shit, Josh. Yeah, we had this talk about this. Yeah. If you cut your hair, I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, not now, but like, if or maybe you remember it. Something will happen because you got the name down so yeah. good. You'll say, "Didn't you have long hair?" Exactly. Exactly. So say yeah. their name at least three times when you meet someone. Yeah. In that first conversation, remember one thing about them, and remember their name. Mm-hmm. You will be extremely likable. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing to do. No, it's people, not. People, no, it's love, not. It's totally fucking people not. People love being recognized. Whether you admit it or not, <clears throat> you love being recognized. When a random person comes up to you in public and says, like, Josh, oh my gosh, how you been? It makes you feel good. Yeah. Because they approached you, one, they're comfortable enough to approach you. Uh-huh. They remembered your name, mm-hmm. and they really care about how you've been. Yep. And That's how I got addicted to the life, baby. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking go out and see the same motherfuckers every day. Yeah. Every weekend. Yep. Bro, you're addicted to the life. Alcohol is like a thing that's around and that keeps you there too. But you're addicted to the life, dog. Yep. You're addicted to and the you feel, fucking you feel, scene, dude. You feel more relaxed. You feel more social when you're drunk, you know. But don't do it. Just don't. Smoke some damn weed. I love weed, bro. I miss it so much. I, there's a chance I could get off here in January. Bro, I'm going to turn into a full retard for a whole month, bro. <laughs> I'm going to smoke so fucking much. You know, I... And then I'm going to cut back and do normal people smoking. But, <clears throat> dude, I am going to lose my goddamn mind, bro. I have a grandpa that's never drank or smoked or anything once in his life. Yeah? He's 65 now. Yeah. He's never touched alcohol. He's never touched tobacco. That's He's how like, my grandparents are, too. Right? They very, never, very they conservative. And... But my mom, not so much. Okay, she she enjoys it. Cool. And so does my sister uh-huh. and a lot of my friends. Yeah. And because of my grandpa, I hung out a lot with my grandpa. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't want to touch that stuff. I have no need. Yeah. You know? uh, and I have done it a couple times, and I don't hate it. Oh, smoke, smoking the smoking the guns? Yeah, I don't hate it whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But I, I just, I don't. Yeah. I just don't do it. Yeah, I and, feel it. uh Socially, when I was drunk, if someone was like, hey, take a hit. I'm like, hey, don't nice. tell me twice. Okay. Um, and, you know, whatever. Yeah. But now I I really was like, what's the point? It makes you feel good? Okay. Long term, whatever. Um, and it's not social. But then. but If then, you're not drinking and already drunk and with people, you're yeah. not. You, you as a social person don't like the couch potato Well, vibes. I had issues with a family member who uh-huh. became very depressed uh-huh. And very suicidal at a very young age. Yeah. Uh, too young to even comprehend. Yeah. And another person in our family was like, try some try some weed. Uh-huh. Try it. Yeah. And uh, I haven't seen this person in my family this happy in a while. Okay. And I honestly think it was because of the marijuana. Huh. Seriously, and I, I will, I will advocate for it, 
in a very conservative and medical way. Oh yeah, totally. Because it some does, people don't I've need to smoke. I've seen its benefits. Yeah, but I've also seen its. I've also seen the cons of it. Oh yeah. Uh, people are like, oh, I can quit any time. I I can eh. quit whenever I want. Eh. I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> You're a fucking pothead. All you do is smoke. You smoke every damn day. Yeah. Show me the fucking money. Yeah, I mean it, it's. I don't think it's a gateway drug. I'll say that. I don't think. I I got I got. Yeah, I got like introduced some more things when I was drinking than when I was smoking. Yeah, yeah I don't think it's a gateway drug. Yeah, but, but I I do think it has its I I do think it has its uh, benefits. Yeah, and uh, I just don't need them right now. Those benefits, yeah. you know, I've yeah I found other ways to cope with certain stressors in my life. Yeah, um, but I'm also not one to judge if you if you take that route. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, as and long then as I can't. I can't always say like either. Like everybody should smoke weed, because some people will disappear into their fucking cave. Yeah, some people will never be seen again, and they're the whole time they're saying, "I'm the happiest I've ever been." No, you're a fat video game playing chip eating fuck who couldn't be happy without you drink this. My Mountain Dew. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. That's who I turned into for I don't know four months when I started in Lexington. Nobody saw me unless we were smoking together. And without the weed, I was angry. I was annoyed. I wasn't even trying to look for a fun thing to do. I just wanted to smoke weed. Yeah. See both. But out of everything, bro, take some shrooms, smoke some weed, bro. Do not start drinking. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah. I had this huge stigma in my mind. Like, oh my gosh, this will... This will fuck you up. I've, you know, cause same. I, I've I'm a pastor's kid. Everybody yeah. my whole life told me, yeah, if you smoke weed, you're gonna go to hell. If you smoke weed, you're gonna fucking. Mm-hmm. That's why would you want to do that? My dad talks shit about something. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to do that? That's how my grandpa was. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was like, I was like, well, I have my favorite favorite family member telling me this, and my other family member is like, oh, it's fine, you know, whatever. Right. right. <laughs> Honestly, I think I think, and that comes down to. Uh, your kids, like if you if you have if you have kids, right? Yeah. If you are the most strict person about something, they're gonna do it behind your back. Yes. If you don't feed them, they're gonna steal food. Yes. yes. Right. That's that goes for anything. That's just a metaphor. That's not like don't feed them. But uh, <laughs> if I knew this one girl and her parents were so strict, yeah. Like nine o'clock, you're in bed. Set alarms. We'll know if you leave the house. You cannot go out. You cannot be out for longer than an hour if you do go out. Like, super strict. Never let her do anything. What'd she do? She'd sneak out. She would do what she wants. She would do yeah. stuff behind her parents' back. Yeah. You literally raised her to be a narcissist. I'm sorry, but... Yeah, 100%. And so, if if you teach your kids, like, hey, it's out there. I'd prefer you don't do it, but if you do do it, do it responsibly. Yeah. Those kids are going to do it responsibly. Yeah. And, and they're gonna and they're gonna involve you too. That's they're gonna talk yeah. to you about it. They're gonna talk to you. About they it. have a conscience. They're Trust not gonna, your kid They're not a gonna be more. scared about talking about this one guy. Yeah, you know, or this one girl, or they smoked weed or something like that. Right. It's like, hey, I did it. I didn't really like it. Yeah, you know, they're and gonna have a relationship. Makes, You're gonna have a yeah. relationship with your fucking. Kid. That's what makes your your parents approachable. Is if yeah, if they're like, hey, it's out there. Don't be stupid. Yeah, my mom will be like, hey, uh, have fun. Don't do anything I would do or I did when I was a teenager. Yeah. You need a ride, call me. You know, like she'd she'd be like, I want you to go out and have fun. 
but just don't be stupid. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think that's the best way you can raise a kid. It's dicey for sure, but I think I agree. I mean, I'll probably give my kid, my kid Coke at 10 and I'll be smoking <laughs> with him before then. So I'm gonna when he turns 15, he's going to, he's going to want to quit. Yeah. When I was in high school, <laughs> I wanted to take some trend. I'm going to give you some trend. You don't have to do it all the time, but take a couple sessions. Do a couple cycles. Do a couple cycles. Do a couple bro. cycles. Get so big. Then get your dick working back normal. Yep. Have yeah, sex. Just, just get an abortion. Just get an abortion. No, I agree, bro. I mean, my parents didn't have alarms on the windows or anything, but, you know, it was very controlled. I was at school. I was at church yeah. or I was at a sports thing. So once I got out of school, I dropped out of school after a year of college. I wasn't doing sports, and I was back in Lexington, which is everything that I said I wouldn't do. I, I said I wouldn't drop out. I said I'd always do athletics, and I said I'd never be back in Lex. And all those things piled up in a day. Bro, I had nothing to go to except for my friends who all smoke weed and have dropped out. So yeah. I just did what they did. And, you know, the first time I told my friend, yo, I'm fucking back in Lex, and I'm sad as shit, just... Like, roll me a blunt, and I just want to go smoke it alone because I wanted to find out for myself. Yeah. I didn't want to have the story of, oh, I'm just doing what my friend's doing. And it, I wanted to yeah. make the decision for myself. It really comes down to who you are with when you grow up, too, friends-wise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, if all your friends are fucking doing crazy shit, you know, bonfire, jumping to the river, driving to a ditch, crazy hillbilly shit, you know, you're going to end up as a crazy hillbilly. Right. Just how it is. Right. But if you... uh if you have this really, you know, this moment of realization, like, like, yeah, it's fun, but is it worth it? Yeah. You know, you're, you're going to grow up. You're going to mature a lot faster. Um, like I, I think about what I did when I was in high school, middle school. And if I was a chick, I would have been cringed, cringed out of my mind looking at the shit that I did. Oh yeah. Why didn't I have a girlfriend in high school? Oh, I was a fucking idiot. That's why. Yeah. Even, yeah. 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 So I same. Yeah. I I wish I would have learned a lot sooner than I did, but I learned it. That's all that matters. Bro, we still young, bro. Are you 22 yet? Are you 22, 23? I, I turned 23 in a couple months. Yeah. I'm about to turn 25, bro. Yeah. 50-year-olds look at 30-year-olds and say, "You don't know shit." Yeah. Yeah. We young as fuck. I got so we, much time. We are, but if you think about it, if you think about it, like if I had a kid the same time everyone else in my family had a kid, yeah. I'd have a second grader by now. Holy shit. I'm 22 and I would have a second grader right now. Oh, dude, It's insane to think about. I couldn't even fathom. Some of my friends are having kids right now. Good yeah. for them. I'm happy for you. Yeah. I want to meet the little fucker. I want to bring him diapers. I want to be the cool ass uncle. Exactly. You I want, know, yeah, I want to be, I want to be that, but like I could not imagine. You, I mean, yeah, you think about it 10, 10 years from now, we're going to be hope, hopefully in our career jobs, starting families. And, uh, 10 years after that kids are, you know, doing their own thing Yeah, with whatever. And you're like, they're going to hate your guts. They're going to want to get you're out at of the, the house end of your life can. cycle. Yeah. I mean, we, we have a lot of time, but we don't have a lot of time. Yeah. What are you going to do with it? This, yeah, you get high off your <laughs> I'm a, fucking mind and I'm get, just I'm gonna get baked as fuck. Jerk off and watch fucking YouTube all day. <laughs> oh <laughs> god! Speaking of addictive shit, yo, quit fucking masturbating, bro. That's got to be said, bro. People don't think masturbation's a drug, but it's a fucking drug. Oh, bro, it's tricking your it's tricking your brain into thinking that you're getting something yeah. from a screen. 
You're not getting anything. No, not at all. This is my roommate, Honus. Uh-oh. Honus! What's up? We're doing a podcast. What up, man? Oh, you both work at Domino's. Uh-oh. Hell yeah, dude. We run that shit. <laughs> run that shit, boy. No, dude. Yeah. Quit I, uh, fucking watching porn. Bro, I have a problem, bro. I know I'm not alone, and I'm okay talking about it. I have a fucking problem, bro. I, so, seriously, when I drank a lot, I had a problem with it. Yeah. I haven't. That's the opposite with me, because my dick doesn't work. Um, I get whiskey dick after three fucking Coronas, bro. I hear you. <laughs> I'm such a I, pussy. I could, I could get a boner, but, like, I couldn't get off. Yeah. When I was drunk. Yeah. Okay. Like, if I was, like, me and my girlfriend were trying it, and I was uh, super drunk, two hours later, I, I still haven't finished, and we're like, fuck this, let's go to bed. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I like, and seriously, like when I was drinking and I seriously do blame the alcohol for this uh, and, and my mental health for one. Yeah. I would seriously just wake up in the morning with, you know, your man, you've got the, you got some wood in the morning as yeah. every other man does. Yep. And you just lay in bed, watch TikToks a little bit and you're like, you know, I'm fucking bored. I'm a jerk off. Yep. Or like you, you see some girl, you're like, oh fuck, I'm gonna go watch porn. You know, it's like, yeah. no, like that's the worst fucking thing you could do for you mentally. Oh, you're starting your day with garbage. Yeah, it's like you are putting false fucking. But we do it. Sensations in you because yeah. it feels good. Yeah, you're doing it. You're doing it for that end relief. Yeah, it's like when I'm with a girl, I have to do fucking foreplay. I have to do a bunch of work. I have to do yeah. all this shit. Yeah, just to maybe fucking feel good at the end. Yeah, right. I can watch porn for fucking two and a half minutes, feel fucking great, not have to do shit, be done with it, not have to cuddle with someone afterwards. Yeah, yeah, you know exactly. Get the bad to yourself. It's so bad because you'll see the shit on this fucking phone, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Wow, that's nice." You get off, yeah. you get with a girl, and you're like, "Wow, this is nothing like." Yeah, not the like same. That feeling, not the same. Yeah, it don't fucking <laughs> jerking off and watching porn will fuck up your relationship. Bro, it's, I mean, I see, I see, I mean, you hear about it, like, when I, when I had to go to, like, so uh, yeah, like, when I had to go to groups like Alcoholics Anonymous and mm-hmm. all my recovery groups, like, some of those motherfuckers were in there for, like, sex recovery. Yeah. They're, like, 60, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I got divorced 20 years ago, and I, I, I still, like, can't find anybody. I went on a date with somebody the other day, and now <laughs> I got wrinkles in places I didn't have wrinkles before. Yeah. That's not exactly appealing to somebody else. No, no. It's not. She's not feeling the same way as me, even though I'm still horny at 60. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, damn, bro. Is that going to be me? Though? Yeah. You know, I seriously don't want to be in a relationship for 20 years and then just all of a sudden not have feelings because I don't feel the same. as yeah. when I fucking jerked off when I was yeah. fucking 14. Yeah. I mean, I listen to Theo Vaughn all the time too, and he talks uh, about it. Yeah, yeah, he fucking talks about it, and I'm like, that dude, mad respect. Oh my god, bro! Yo, what did he say? Fucking, I was listening the other day. He was talking to somebody, and somebody was like, "Yo, do you think you have anything like equivalent to like a Tupac song? Like Tupac, <laughs> like like rappers have songs where like yeah. it comes on and everybody knows. Yo, that's the shit. Like this is the song. These are the words. Do you think you have anything equivalent to it? And Theo was like, Nah, man, I don't. I don't know. That's different, man. Jokes is different. They're like, no, dude. What's the one thing you say? Fucking my my brother got bit by a gay guy the other day. So 
We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> like that. When and he, he this guy was trying to advocate the energy drinks with Joe Rogan. He goes, yo, the, I, those energy drinks make you do some crazy stuff. And he goes, they make you want to beat your wife too. I've seen, <laughs> <laughs> right, dude. Like that's a Theo Von joke, bro, and that's his joke. Dog, that says, shit funny as fuck. Crazy shit. Who's that Korean comedian? Oh, uh, Bobby Lee. Yeah, Bobby Lee. He, goes, he was on that podcast, and he goes, "Yo, I'm gonna say this." Uh, he goes, "He goes, I was, uh, I was uh, sexually assaulted by an, an autistic guy when I was a kid," and like the guys start laughing, you know, because you don't expect that. No, it's not no. expected. We're not laughing no. because we think it's funny. We're laughing because yeah. it's like the fuck. And he goes, I'm going to say it one more time. And if you laugh, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. <laughs> and they're like, okay, okay, okay. Like, hold on. Give me a second. Give yeah. me a second. Is it, are you garbage? <sighs> was that, is that the podcast? Right? I don't, I don't know. That's the podcast, the podcast, right? But it was fucking. I'm pretty funny. sure that's the one that, that's the one that he did it on. Are you garbage? He goes, he goes, I'm going to say it one more time. And if you laugh again, I'm going to fucking leave. <laughs> and then the other one, he was talking to some chick and he, this is Bobby Lee again. And he goes, she goes, are there are there autistic Koreans? And he goes he goes, I'm gonna say this in the most racist way possible. We have just as much autistic Koreans as white people. They just look the same as everyone. You just he goes, We just all look the same. You can't tell if somebody has autism in Korea. Yeah. It's like Jesus. That guy's fucking funny. <laughs> I I love that shit, bro. I'd love to be a comedian, but dude, the fucking cancel culture they go through. Holy cow, dude! Yeah, these guys are talking about getting canceled like six times in like two years. I'm like, bro, fuck that. Give me a break. But at this time, they have a platform that's so big, and they have their fans that it doesn't matter. You know, they're getting canceled mm-hmm. by twenty thousand fucking gays somewhere. Like you have you have a following you have more of a following so you just start another one you're fine you know yeah you got canceled whatever yeah your name's muddy now to twenty five thousand people that give a fuck about that shit nobody else cares yeah no I I have a I have a couple family members that uh, this whole line the three sisters and the brother mm-hmm. they are all uh, they're all gay yeah. Right, and I've always supported whatever you like, whatever you, uh, as long as you don't like kids, I yeah. support you, all right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, just don't, just don't force it on me, all right? Yeah. But I'm like, you do you. And I've always advocated. I'm like, you know, be who you want to be. Be who you are. Yeah. And, but I'm just like, don't push it on to me. Yeah. You know? Um, but I support you. And this whole, it's, it's kind of weird, this whole generation, this whole line of siblings are gay. Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, you know, one of them's very vocal and very, uh, very active when it comes to her politics. Yeah, and I support her a hundred percent. We've gotten into it a little bit, but we, yeah. we we still love each other completely. And uh, but you know, there are things that I like that she finds just extremely offensive. Yeah, right, like Probably guns. No, no, she was a cop. It was oh, it's okay. so weird. It's it's very weird, but not weird. I'm being I'm being I'm being bad right now. She's a very conservative liberal. Okay, it's so weird because she was a cop, but now she's like a I don't want to say it because I don't I don't know the term. Oh, okay. She's like a counselor for 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 like LGBTQ. Oh, okay. Stuff. And uh, you know she's just helping people find their identity. 
Yeah. Completely, completely respect it. Yeah. Um, but I think it was something, and it was a huge ordeal when Trump was in office. Mm-hmm. Because one, I was military, was overseas when Trump was in office. Mm-hmm. And uh, at the time, I was like, I wanted to support Trump, but some of the shit he said, I was like. It's hard. It was, yeah. And she was very vocal about what she liked and didn't like, and I was 9,000 miles away and didn't really care what anyone felt, and so I said what I thought, you know? And yeah, it, yeah. That'll, that'll ruin relationships, but fucking... Oh, yeah, dude. People can be very, very open about their feelings, and when a, a stand-up comedian says some shit that they don't like and they, they say it, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of that one comedian... I think it was he's friends of Joe, uh, Dave, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah. Why can't that was recent. That was very recent. He's come out with a special since then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe Rogan at one point was trying to get canceled. He, yeah. It's, it's so easy to, I think, to I think someone with a joke. Oh yeah. It's so easy. That's something that I just think you have to, you have to believe in what you're doing it for. You're doing it for like comedy as a whole. Right. Yeah. Cause to you, it's a joke. You say shit to get a reaction. Most people are going to laugh. A lot of people are going to laugh. Some won't. And now, because of social media and just the woke whole like deal, it's it's like easy to say that this person is is a bad person because of something yeah. they said. And I can I can get on the lines with that being in the military. There are some people, not a lot, but some people who just do not support the military. Yeah. Right? And, for example, when I got home, oh, wait, when was this? This No, this was before I deployed. This was my first semester of college, 2019, before I'd even deployed at all. I took a women and gender studies class in college. Mm-hmm. I was one of two guys in that class. And oh, there was three. There were three guys and, like, 15 chicks, uh, women, females. And uh, the teacher would always Anytime any situation was going on or any topic was up, Sean, Michael, let me hear from you. You know, you guys are guys. Let me hear your opinion. Yeah. Nine out of ten times, that opinion offended one person in that room. Oh, yeah, for sure. And they were always very vocal about it. Yeah. And when they found out I was in the military, there was this one girl in particular that asked, like, how I felt about me and this me and the military, like, raping kids and killing people and, uh, you know, just... Being the worst people alive. Okay. Right? Um, yeah, it was terrible. Killing kids and raping their women and stealing their oil and yada, yada, yada. We're not Vikings. Uh, yeah. We got oh, fucking sent away, I was like, bitch. I was like, I was like I've, I, I just came home from basic training. They didn't <laughs> teach me how to do any of that. Sorry. If anything, they raped me. Honestly. Honestly. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what, what are you like? Without this military, you ain't doing nothing. You ain't you ain't expressing <laughs> yeah. your opinion like this. Sorry. Yeah, dude. And I'm like, I, I Suck a you cock. know, you can have your own opinion, but shut the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, dude. One of my uh so my cousin, my cousin lives in Minnesota with my sister. He's gay. And my dad and my parent my mom were talking about going up there for Thanksgiving. And uh they my aunt called my dad and they were just like, Hey, like Jesse's like mad gay, dude. Yeah. You can't you can't fucking come up here with your pastor idealistics and like talk to him about shit. So if you come up here, like he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna annihilate you and you guys are gonna ruin fucking Thanksgiving. 
So, like, we have to have a real talk. Like, can you handle this? My dad's 52. He should be able to handle it. But he's, like, mad conservative. And he's yeah. just, he's like that, you know? Oh, well, you know, I'm go- I, I'm not going to silence myself. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, I, if he thinks what he thinks, great. I think what I think. Why can't we have a t- t- conversation about it? Right there, man, was like, nah, you're not coming to Thanksgiving, dog. Mm. You can't come. And me and my sister are both like, yep, that's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I really It's have not going to gonna go well, yeah. bro. It's not going to go well. I really have to watch what I say working where I work, um, especially being a server or a bartender. I get a lot of, there's a lot of old conservative people that come and eat at this restaurant. Same at Perkins. Yeah. And I have to be like, I've been through some experiences that a lot of people haven't. Uh huh. Right. And a lot of people have been in experiences that I haven't either. I'm not trying to compare, but I'm part of a 1%, you know, that's been deployed to a combat zone. That's, that's, uh, you know, I've, I've done some things. Okay. Mm-hmm. And when I, like, like when COVID hit, when COVID first hit that March of 2020, everyone here was complaining about wearing a mask in Walmart. Mm hmm. It was 120 degrees. I was in full combat kit, and I had to wear a mask everywhere I went. Outside, Over inside. there? Dude, COVID was terrible in the Middle East. Damn. Iran got hit the most with COVID. Conspiracy theory is a bio- biological weapon just meant to um, reduce the population. Um, but Iran got hit a lot. And uh, <laughs> we we had to we locked down the bases uh, overseas. Um Food was getting tough to get in, uh, so we had MREs a lot of the time, and we had to wear a mask everywhere we went. It wasn't like official masks. It was like sh- uh, schmogs or whatever, like basically just robes over your head. Oh, you could just uh, wear that? A towel. Yeah, Yo, those, kinda, those are kind of badass, though. Yeah, I felt like some special <laughs> Felt like fucking Matthew McConaughey in Sahara, dude. Right? Fucking- and uh, <laughs> so COVID was bad, and honestly, we were in a shitty situation. PT was illegal. We weren't allowed to work out. They would arrest you if they saw you working out. Because of the social aspect? Just that, germs just, and shit? Well, just COVID hit, and they were like, no one fucking be around anyone. No working out, nothing. They closed down the gyms. Yo. Um, whatever. So people here were bitching about wearing a mask at Walmart, and I was over there dealing with that. Yeah. Right? And so now when I'm working at this restaurant, and people are like, oh, my, my steak's not seasoned enough. Oh, my steak's Dog. undercooked. Dog. And they fucking make it like it's the worst thing in the world. I get it. You're paying for it. I will do what I can to make it better. That's what I, yeah. But I am the messenger in this situation and giving (laughs) me the attitude, right? (laughs) I'll match your energy. You give me attitude, I'll throw it right back. Oh, yeah? I try to be respectful, but I am super passive aggressive. Yeah? Towards disrespectful people. (laughs) And, like, seriously, like, if they they seriously get on me and make it like it's the end of the world about their steak, I'm like, all right, you want that with or without? With or without what? (laughs) You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. With with or without a loogie. For real. I would never do that. I've never done that. No, no, (laughs) no, no, no. But, uh... Sean, stop winking. I know, it's terrible. (laughs) And, uh... But fuck, dude. Like, have some fucking respect. Bro, it's awful. It's people are people. Awful. Be a person. Come on. People are people. Be a person. Fuck you're not, you. You're not better than me. I'm not better than you. I love it when somebody gives me some shit and then I'm like, all right, yeah, let me just take care of that. I'm so sorry. Your waffle does have holes in it. That is how waffles come usually, but I can see if I can come with, I can get you a waffle without yeah. any holes in it. I'm so sorry. Go back to the back and then I just 
like lose my shit. You know, I'm just yeah. yelling. I'm just yelling. I'm not like losing my shit, but I go to the cooks and I'm like, hey, this waffle has holes in it. Yeah. And I'm just, I just can't fucking handle the shit. So can mm-hmm. you get some fucking holeless waffle, please? Bitch, thank you. God, have, dude, how long have you have, been fucking cooking? We had this you one. You can't fucking do this shit right? And they just laugh and they get it. But like, that's yeah. how I have to do it. Otherwise, I'm going to go call that bitch a cunt. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> dude, we had this guy order a fucking well done prime rib. Cool. Whatever. I understand that you're old and you don't have taste buds and you don't <laughs> give a shit about what you eat. Uh, cool. All that shit. So beef we got jerky. Them, we got them a gray ass hockey puck of a prime rib. For sure. Well done. For sure. We bring it to him. Yeah. He says it's not done enough. What the fuck? He goes, no, like, I need it well done. Oh, my God. I was like, whatever. Cool. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, whatever. Take it back. We grill it more. Bring it to him. He goes, no, seriously, I need it more done. What the fuck? And, like, you literally, at this point, it's fucking beef jerky. But was he giving you some tood, or was he just being like... No, at this point, to- he's like... At he's, this point, was he being, like, nice and, like, being, I just really like he's it He's being cooked. like, no, I was like, seriously, man, I need it well done. <laughs> and I, I was like, okay, so we take it back. I was like, That's hey, crazy. I need it more. And so the, fr- the, 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 the guys put it in the fryer for 10 minutes, right? This well-done steak Shit. into the fryer for another 10 minutes. We bring it to him. He goes, no, seriously, it's still not where I want it. Oh, my God. This guy wanted this fucking thing at, like, beef jerky, seriously. Dude. And so we put it in the fryer again for another 10 minutes. Bring it to him. He goes, oh, this is perfect. Thank you so much. When you're nice about it like that. Yeah. And understand that we're only human. Yeah. I, cool. I'll deal with it all day. But like, It's annoying, when, but I'll deal with it. steak is undercooked, I prefer an undercooked steak more than an overcooked steak. Yeah. Because we can't, if it's we overcooked, can't. We, can't, we can't reverse right. it. Right. If it's undercooked, we can cook it up to what yeah. you want. Yeah. When it's undercooked and they make it like it's the end of the fucking world. Yeah, and they look at me like I'm the one that fucking make the steak, <laughs> made, made the steak. Uh, dude, they just there's certain people in this town that fucking like it. They love shitting on the young yeah. server like community. People do it at Jersey's. People do it at Beat Ups. People do it at fucking Alley Rose. People do it at Perkins. Mm-hmm. Yo, people do it to the fucking Domino's delivery guy. I had to listen to a bitch talk to me for five, probably only five minutes yesterday because. It, it took like an hour and a half to get there. It's busy. It's cold. Nobody wants to leave. Sorry. I, you know, I can't do anything about it. I shouldn't even give you a tip because I literally have been waiting two hours. And then every single time it gets like longer. You know, when people are like, I've been here for 15 minutes and you go do some shit. And they're like, I've been here for 30 minutes. Yeah. Bitch, yeah. I, I just le- I, I just left you two minutes ago. Yep. It hasn't been that much. Or like when they when, you know, when they come up and shit. find someone after you just left them, it's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. Be, they just want to talk to some. I'll they be just, back. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. But no, yeah, I, yeah. I enjoy serving. Seriously, it's good money. I've made. Oh, yeah. I love it. You know, and I'm all about networking. So I've met a lot of people. I've gotten a lot of job offers. Exactly. Um, and I enjoy it, you know, but it's definitely yeah. it's definitely a short term thing. Really good for students, I'd say. Because, um, you know, I. When I first came home, I worked as a uh, service technician. I was doing oil changes and tire uh, changing tires and everything. And, yeah, uh, you know the job was okay, but I wasn't getting paid near enough for what I was doing um, or how much they were charging. Yeah. Um, so I got the serving job, and honestly, I work half the hours I did at this uh, at the restaurant, and I make probably triple what I oh, yeah. what I would have made working on cars. Yo, that hourly shit, unless you're a fucking, you got some specific yeah. skill, 
does yeah. not compare to the serving tips. Dude, I mean. Especially if you work long hours. Minimum wage is not livable. Oh, bro, no. Especially in this town. No, this town sucks, bro. Mm-hmm. It's more expensive to live here than Omaha. I, I've, I've, there's been times at this restaurant where I've made upwards of $70 an hour. And like, if you break it down oh, yeah. and look at it like, oh that, yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah, no. And honestly, I've, there's been some times where I've struggled to pay bills. Yep. And I'm like, how, the that's f- how it is. I'm like, dude, at, even at 15 bucks an hour, like there's a lot of places that are just like, like a lot of fast food restaurants will start you at like 12 to 15 bucks an hour. Yeah. Unless you're working overtime every fucking week, you can't, yeah. you can't live on that. No. Me and Jonas make more than our managers at Domino's. I believe it. Our do- our Domino's managers get 50 to 60 hours. So yeah. that's overtime. Mm-hmm. And they're they're doing all right. But we make that doing way less work. Oh, yeah. yeah. Doing way less hours. We have the easy fucking job. The busier we are at Domino's, the lazier we get to be because we're in our car. Mm-hmm. You know? Perkins is stressful. But Domino's is like, it's like... They asked Jonas a long time ago if he wanted to be a manager. He said no because they broke it down. He was making 25 an hour. It's like, mm. oh, dude. And then yeah. you get the days where you make absolutely fucking ridiculous money. Where so you're, you're like, at, I make way more than 25 an hour. So you know? Yeah. So you're Perkins, Domino's, and still B-dubs? Bricks. Bricks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brick, Bricks, the door guy. Yeah, I remember now. Just one or one or two nights a week when they need me. Yeah. Can't and then I do this on my weekends. And then every once in a while we do one like this. You know? I'm so excited to get my show back up. You're gonna have to. I'm excited on. for you, bro. Let's get on, dude. Anytime. We'll have to. Be so much fun. Yeah, we'll go back and forth. Be so much fun, bro. I appreciate you having me on my, on your show, man. It's it's been a long time in the making. Dude, how's it feel to get that micro dick right in your face, bro? <sighs> feel so good. There's something about it, you know. Just the, <laughs> the two inch Punisher will really get to you. Oh yeah, dude. But so good. I'll, That's get you, I'll get you some gas station pills. We'll be all right. Yeah, okay. I'm down. But yeah. I'm down. I've always wanted to try them just for an experiment, but it's, yeah. Those are not good for you. What if it fucks you up like mentally? That's what I'm saying. Like, like oh, they, they, I'm I don't retarded know now cuz I took a penis popper. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I yeah. Dog, I can't afford to lose any more than I you know, I can't. I'm already at a very low level. Okay. Yeah, I saw a post the other day. It was like, <laughs> would you rather like take a take an inch off your dick and add it to your height, or take a, uh, an inch off your height and add it to your dick? And I was like, if I take an inch off my dick, dude, there's nothing left. But at least I'll be tall. <laughs> dude. Yeah, it was bad. I like that. I'd be short and fucking hung like a tripod. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Tall and. Because then you got big dick energy. As yeah. a tall guy with a small dick, you don't got no energy, no. bro. Well, you got you got insecurities coming out your fucking ass. Mm-hmm. Short, short with a with a good size ween, dude. That's where it's at, baby. Just took a turn. Oh, this anyways, is, stop drinking. This is pretty, stop mi- drinking, this is pretty go to mild therapy. for all the other podcasts. But I've been getting so yeah. many freaking ads on Facebook for Viagra. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? How do you know? <laughs> How do you know I can't get it up anymore? Like, this makes no sense. <laughs> oh God. He's looking to spend money. He quit drinking. Yeah. Send him the ads. Send yeah. him the blue chews. They fucking know. They're listening. Dude, fuck yeah. Hey, dude, I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, we'll do it again. It's a good time. We'll do it again. Dude, anytime. When I have time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it. fucking busy. I'll, I'll make that time, but if I've got people scheduled, you know, it's rough. I had to turn down somebody because they were like, it's my birthday the 13th. I'm like, dude, I have somebody the 13th. Yeah. Have somebody the 14th. I can't do that to them. I can have you in mid-January. They were like, Ooh. I got to piss like a fucking racehorse. 
That's what this does, too. Yeah. You just sit there and you drink and you fucking don't realize it until your fucking bladder's about to fucking spontaneously combust. Gotta get the, gotta get the panda wet, dude. My fucking pants feel tight right now, man. Yo, uh, Ugly Franco Show, thanks for fucking listening, dude. I love you guys, all seven of you. Um, My boy, Sean Carson, dude. Dap it up. Put him, put him in. Oh, oh, we're gonna dab it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, that's <laughs> what we do, baby. That was terrible. Sean, I think the only way we can end this is to say what you said before about the, uh, the T, you know? The what? Oh, yeah, I remember. Hey, hey, people are people. So be a person, all right? We out! <laughs>